It's the Soccer is our Football Podcast. Story. Liverpool fan and FIFA 13 expert, James Galandino. Girl soccer coach extraordinaire and gunner from another mother, Trayvon Curry. Let's take it to the pitch. I honestly don't remember what they said. <laughs> We're doing the podcast. Uh, or do I sound echoey? Do it again. Do I sound echoey? Mm-mm. It sounds like a little bit deeper. It doesn't sound echoey at all. Sound real deep. This is my new podcast voice. Real deep voice. All right, y'all. This the Sock is your football podcast. It's your boy Jamez is here. We also got Trey Boy in the house. Say what's mm. up. Mm-hmm. What's up? You just got his AC fixed. <sighs> it's not fixed. How much? Oh, oh. He just found the he found the problem. Wait, is this in your house? Yeah. That doesn't look like your house. Oh, I went across the street because it's hot in my house. Oh, look at that! That's dedication. That's dedication <laughs> for real. It's so hot in my house right now. Yeah. So he found it. It's like the unit, the AC unit itself is working, but the um, the the actual unit inside the house is not blowing the air through into the house. The motor burnt out, and the guy looked at me. And he said, "I'm just going to be honest with you." And he's like a family friend, so he's not like ripping at me off. I, I hope at least. But he said, "I'm going to be honest with you. This is going to be very expensive." And I'm like, and expensive is different between people so i said like are we talking hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars and he said it's going to be more than a thousand dollars that's all i can tell you so that's what i have to look forward to Mm. and he was only talking about the part he's not even talking about his labor labor. yeah wow so that's that okay and if you weren't aware we live in texas so yeah it's about to get real over here we kind of need ac yeah, it's a must. I'm a, if you want to survive. Yep, so that's my life right now. But anyway, it's the season finale of the podcast. I can't believe it's finally here. It's all over. Uh, later we'll be going over the UCL final Liverpool versus Real Madrid. Um, we'll also take a look at uh, pretty much what we want what our respective teams to do uh, during the summer as far as moves and who we want to let go, who we want to sell, things like that. Uh, but first, we'll recap what was an exciting, nail-biting final day of the season. Oh, seriously, man. The stage was set 
Felipe Coutinho has scored in the 60th minute to bring Villa up 2-0. Steven Gerrard on the cusp of winning yet another title for Liverpool. I guess it would be his first since he never won one. So. Liverpool, meanwhile, locked in a 1-1 draw at Anfield with Wolves, who actually did pretty good. I didn't see that coming. Trevor did, though. Good job. All seemed destined for Liverpool to win their second Premier League title in team history until LK Gunduan is brought on. And then Man City scored like three goals in five minutes, and then they <laughs> won the title. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so. Yeah, that's what happened. Pretty big cock tease. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I just really thought it was about to happen. Especially yeah. when, when Coutinho scored, of all people, and they were up 2-0 against all odds. Yeah. I was like, Man City's about to choke yet again, and it's going to be hilarious. So get this from my perspective. I stupidly made plans. Um, it was last minute, though, brought to me. To do a uh, a golf, I went to a golf tournament. I'm not. I don't play golf. I just went with some friends. Uh, it was like a um, not a sponsorship, but a charity event for one of our friends that passed away. So I was like, I absolutely have to go. Um, so I didn't actually get to watch these games um, because I tried to do it from my phone, but it was just there was so much going on. It was hard. Yeah. And I'm just getting text messages and phone calls from people left and right. And I have no idea why. And I finally look at one of my text messages from my friend and it's like, are you seeing this? So then I look up the scores and I'm like, oh my gosh. And I see City is down 2-0. Uh, Y'all are tied 1-1. to And I'm just like, oh my. And Arsenal's up like 3-0. to So I was like, what the heck? But yeah, I mean, there was a second I was like, I can't believe it. Liverpool's going to do it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess Gondwan was the key to unlocking the Villa defense, I suppose. I guess so. They did not put that in their plan. Yeah. Damn it, we didn't account for Gondwan of all yeah. people. <laughs> of everyone. Uh, oh, man. Well, I will tell you this, that <laughs> Tottenham did not give Arsenal a chance to be teased into getting Champions League spots. So, <laughs> yeah, I was wondering when you were getting those texts, were you hopeful that one of them was like, "Oh my God, Norwich is killing Tottenham" or something like that? Uh, so from who, the people that were texting me, don't really care about Arsenal, so I knew that it had to have been Man City or Liverpool related. Oh, okay. But then All I looked right. at the score, and I obviously saw Arsenal first, and we were like up three to zero, and I was like. Oh, okay. We're going to do this. And then I go over to the Tottenham game. And it's like four to zero. <laughs> okay. <never mind. laughs> oh, this isn't what this is about. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, pretty much, yeah. No real surprises there at the end in the grand scheme of things. Um, but it was a good way to go out, though. Yeah. I mean, it was exciting. It was exciting for sure. Um, Man City won. We all expected it to happen. Tottenham secures fourth. We. Of course, expected that to happen. Uh, we were robbed of the relegation battle since 
Crystal Palace decided to blow a 2-0 lead on Thursday, and so Everton secured their spot and gets to stay in the EPL. Yeah, which was it was a cool scene for them, like uh, when the fans stormed the field and they were taking selfies with the players and stuff. Oh, so you see that as a po- that's a fun thing. I saw that as a negative because they did it after they scored the third goal. The game's not over. There's still what ten minutes oh, yeah, left. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. I was talking about it at the very, very end when the game oh, was okay. actually over. Yeah, they pretty yeah, okay. did it. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, it looked fun for them, but I do want to say one thing to these Everton fans. Mm-hmm. But yeah, congratulations, you escaped relegation. But you guys stormed the field and blew blue smoke everywhere like you just won the fucking Premier League title. Yeah. You were taking selfies with these players and calling them your heroes. And if your heroes are players that take you to the cusp of relegation and you're going to celebrate like this, you deserve a team like that. Four points out of relegation, too. Like, it was close. You're celebrating a team that literally did the bare minimum. Like the, eh, I would say Leeds did the bare minimum, but Everton did the as close as you can. <laughs> I mean, like for a team like Everton, if you're an Everton supporter, all you ask is like, hey, stay in the Premier League. Yeah. And they barely did that. Yeah. And you storm the field and call these players your heroes. Like if that's all you demand from your players, that's all you're ever going to get. So I just want you to know that all of you are losers. You deserve this loser team. And I don't want to hear this all always Rafa's fault. Because like you guys had like what three managers and you sucked with all three of them. So yeah. there's one common denominator here. Rich Arlison and Pickford. <laughs> it's you and Pickford. It's gotta be Rich Arlison and Pickford. Garbage. Seamus Coleman, he's all right. Everybody else. <laughs> Loser. It will be a nice guy. He's just not very good. But he's not. He's not. He's not like a bad guy. He's not a Rick Carlison. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, I just wanted them to know that. You know, while they're out there on their high horse, thinking they actually accomplished something this season, and then they get stomped by a bad Arsenal team. Yeah, you all got lucky. Lucky Crystal <laughs> Palace blew that. For real. Dude, I didn't even think about that. Seriously. If Crystal Palace would have just held their 2-0 win. Yeah, like they should have. Everton would be relegated right now. Yeah. Well, wait. Did we... No. Did We We did the math no, and it still Burnley. wouldn't have mattered. No, Burnley still would have lost. Yeah, it was Burnley. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But Leeds would have been ahead of them. So they would have literally done the bare minimum to stay in the EPL. Yeah. Yeah, that was the surprise of the weekend. Leeds actually won a game and didn't get relegated. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was... I Never my wildest dreams would have I would have ever guessed that would happen. But good for them. Yeah, good for them. I like, like you said, I like, we talked about this before. I actually don't mind Leeds. They used to yeah. be a fun team, not so much anymore. But, yeah, the season in the books... City wins, Liverpool a close second. And uh, a valiant effort. Like, we lost once in early January to Leicester and didn't lose a single game after that. And only drew twice. Twice. And they were both two eventual champions and another top four team in Tottenham. I can't That's something to be proud of. 
That's something to be proud of. But you know what? The fans, we we supported our players, but you know the players weren't happy. They were like, "Yeah, we still fell short of our goal." Those are real heroes. That's a real team right there. Everton. That's what you should demand from your players. Losers. Anyway. Um, so now that the season's in the books, I thought it'd be time to revisit this one video you sent me a while ago. Yeah. It's from another podcast. I guess it's about soccer or football, as they call it over there. No, it, it, it is the video we just talked about. Yeah. With them going over. The, no, it's not a bit. Dude, that's from. I don't think that's a podcast, is it? I thought that was like Sky Sports or something. Was it not? It says The Kickoff. It looks like a podcast called The Kickoff. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, so, okay, sorry. I was thinking about something different. The Kickoff is, has the most subscribers of any soccer podcast. Just, wow. I just, yeah, because whenever we were starting this thing up, I looked up other podcasts and that's like the leading one. Oh, wow. These guys. Okay. And, and I, after listening to this clip you're about to hear, I can't believe they have this many listeners. They must be all Man U fans. <laughs> I suppose so. Anyway, so this is the kickoff giving their top six predictions before the start of this current season. Can we, yeah, can, can we quickly watch. give our um, top six in in order? That's um, a tricky one. That is that's a I'll good challenge. First, I'll go first. You, okay, yeah, because you've thought about Manchester it. Manchester United, City. <laughs> no, actually, Manchester United. Right. Chelsea, City, Leicester, Liverpool. How many is that? Five. Five. Yeah. It's hard to pick six, isn't it? It's real tough. Nah. Oh, it's Villa or Leeds. Villa. It's Villa or Leeds. Villa. Okay. It's, it's Villa or Leeds. It, it, goes, it goes Chelsea, Man City, Manchester United, Liverpool, wow. Leicester, Villa, Leeds. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Bonus one. Three. <laughs> Hold it's on. So bad. Villa come out of nowhere. I think you've given a lot of credit. Spurs have got Son and Hoiberg and Dombele. They've got a good keeper. They're not finishing below Villa. There's not one no, player you mentioned no there that way. I thought, oh, yeah, I know. Son, <laughs> you, just told, you just Son's told me a list of players, and I was like, yeah, I definitely think they're Listen, not going to yeah. My agenda on Son this season is going to run so deep. I can't wait for people, you to people think Son's I hate him. Class. Oh, come on. But they're not, they're not right, finishing right, below Villa. Anyone got a top six for me? I've just given you I'll, do, I'll do it quickly. City, oh, yeah? City, Chelsea, Liverpool, Leicester, Man United in fifth. Small Unbelievable. Spurs, Everton. I agree with that, but I'd switch... I, I put Manchester United above Liverpool. And just Look at this crazy. So, yeah. so I go, um, I go, Man, Man City, Chelsea, Manchester United, Liverpool, Leicester, and then uh, put Spurs and Everton in either way there. Mate, mate, you can't do that. Which way? Which way? All right, fine. <laughs> uh, I think Spurs finish above Everton. Just yeah. Check. Can that. I just say something real quickly? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Like. Just, just as soccer fans, even as if you're a Man U fan, let's just say that. But just as soccer fans, I want to know what they thought Man U like. Man U was the standout, and I'm not just saying because they finished in sixth at the end of the season, but Man U was the standout. What did they do? They didn't do anything. Like, why did these teams think that they were gonna? They added Ronaldo, and they thought that they were gonna get in the first place against an injured I, Liverpool team. I guess they weren't seeing the bigger picture from last year, which was, yeah, yeah, Man U. They did finish second last year. Yeah. They did. But literally, Liverpool had catastrophic injuries to the back. Yes. And, and by our standards, it was a terrible season. We still finished third. And uh, I don't remember. Did Chelsea finish fourth, I suppose, right? 
Yes. I think they, they caught Lester at the very end. Yes, yeah. they did. Lester ended up pulling a Lester. <laughs> yeah, second year in a row. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm guessing that they thought, man, you deserve to get a second last year, and we're actually on the up. And now with <laughs> Ronaldo, they were going to challenge for the title. Okay. That's, I mean... <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, you know, <clears throat> uh, you know, a common prediction was Chelsea, you know, overtaking Man, Man City and winning the title. Just because they did beat them in the UCL final. Mm-hmm. But even then, like, you got to account that UCL is a different, whole different beast than the EPL. And like, yeah. It's like they weren't even taking that into consideration. Well, the thing for me, the thing for me with Chelsea is Chelsea has a good squad. They don't have a bad squad. And they were getting Lukaku, which, you know, before, again, I was not a Lukaku bandwagon guy. Like, I didn't think he was going to do well. But I could see Chelsea having a great run. You know, I could see them maybe having a great run. Maybe Lukaku does prove everybody wrong. And then they end up winning the league. I I, I mean, I, I wasn't expecting it to happen, but I could see that happening. But there is no way in any scenario that I see Man U winning like that's what i'm saying like all the other thing like man city liverpool and chelsea i expect city and liverpool to be the ones to win it i could see chelsea maybe doing it but not uh, any other team no way like you're not in the top three i don't see it yeah for sure like definitely the main you predictions for any sort of title are just ridiculous ridiculous and like yeah. you'd really have to explain yourself and then just have me trash you <laughs> I want to play that video back to them. I'm sure they, they. I'm sure they're getting that played back to them so many times, and I want to see what they say now. Yeah, um, and they have to be Manu. Like, yeah, they have to. That's the, that's the only logical explanation. Yeah. There's just like the sheer disrespect to Liverpool, which wasn't even for them. Like, even professionals like weren't even giving Liverpool a chance this year, which was preposterous to me. Like, I just couldn't believe that they would take a team like Chelsea who hasn't proven themselves in the EPL yet. Like, yeah, they had Tuchel. They had a pretty decent season once he took over last year. Like you said, they got Lukaku. Oh, so he's been in the EPL before when he was actually in his prime and, you know, yeah, didn't, do, and didn't do anything. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, he was okay when he played for Everton. But then he went to Man U and just didn't do a damn thing. No. And you expect him to just carry over his dominance in Italy Italy of all places oh. and bring it to the EPL, the hardest team. Like, Let's pause real quick. I want to pause real quickly because yeah. I want to say something about what you just. I don't want to go too far away from it. Whenever Man U was getting Lukaku, and this is this is a Man U thing. Like Man U have very particular fan. Like they, you can spot a Man U fan from a mile away. Whenever they were getting Lukaku, and this is my dad included, who I think is probably one of the best soccer fans because he's pretty good about it. Um, he was even saying, this is the piece we needed. This is exactly, we needed this strong, big forward. And then, you know, towards the end of the season, oh, this guy's terrible. He's awful. You know, and then Chelsea's getting Lukaku. And then all the Chelsea fans are like, oh, this is perfect. Lukaku's going to do great. And then obviously my dad's saying, oh, he's terrible. He's terrible. And I just go back to it going, you know, whenever you got Lukaku, you were saying he was going to be great, right? You know, you did this exact thing. Like that's a Man U fan. So that's, uh, sorry, I just wanted to pause you on that one. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, I, I I just didn't, I couldn't see how you could give a team like that who's never proven themselves in the EPL and just pick them over a team 
two teams in particular that have done it season after season. Yeah. Especially Main City, who just been dominant in the EPL. And Liverpool, who, like I said, last year, with catastrophic injuries and third place. I, and that's not an excuse. Like No, I mean I'm just saying, like that's third that's you had a bad season and got third place. Yeah. And we played Man U head to head and destroyed them like five to one or something. Yeah. Towards the end of the season to, to keep our spot in the top four. But I don't know. It just the disrespect we're getting. I, I just couldn't believe that it was coming. Like maybe they're expecting Verge to come back and not be what he was before his injury. I yeah, guess. yeah, maybe not a comeback from injury. Kind of okay. Uh, but and then if you want to go even deeper, just the guy who picked like Leeds to get like fifth. Yeah, that was. <laughs> a, I would say after fourth, I didn't. I stopped listening because the top four were ridiculous. But. If you do want to go deeper, like you said, they did pick some ridiculous teams. Aston Villa, yeah, like he picked, one guy picked Leicester to finish ahead of Liverpool. Like, are you out of yeah. your fucking mind? Yeah, like when in your wildest dreams is that ever going to happen? Other than the years that or the the year that Leicester won it, yeah, true. Which was a one in a million. It's Seriously, well, literally, probably literally. will never happen again. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Oh, that'd be funny. Uh, guys from the kickoff, if you're listening, uh, if you guys want to do a collab and, uh, you know, go uh, back and forth on defending your stances, hey, we're down to do that. I would love it. I would love it. Yeah. It'd be great for us, not so much for you, but we'd get a lot of exposure. So that'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but season's books, we're going in the off season. Uh, which I always enjoy the off season. Just, oh, know. it's probably it's the anticipation of like whenever you're going on vacation, it's like the right before you go on vacation. Like that's the most fun part because it's the anticipation of the league of the season. You know, it's like you get new players, you sell players, you have a whole new. It's like new toys and stuff like that. And yeah, you know, I don't know. It's just the most fun part for me. Yeah, I, know. I like seeing the drama unfold. Like, ooh, which player is going where? Yeah. Ooh, that's a good move. Ooh, that's a stupid move. Ooh, he paid 100 million euros move. for Lukaku. Oh, <laughs> 120. Yeah, seriously. Ooh, even worse. <laughs> so we're going into that territory. Uh, Trey War Arsenal? Yeah, you guys missed out on top four, but I would think you guys had an extremely successful season. Uh, successful season, sorry. Uh, by your own standards, what do you want to see from Arsenal this offseason as far as players coming in, players coming out? Okay. In? Well, let's start from the beginning with the coach. Like, I am, I have, I think I've been proven wrong by Arteta. And I know why Arteta waited so long to have this press conference until the end of the season because. It's a it's it's sort of a win win situation for him. If he doesn't have if he had this press conference during the season and then it we ended up getting fifth, I could see it as a negative. But if he just didn't have it at all and we ended up making Champions League, then he would never have to make this press conference. But at the the end of the season, he came back and said, um, you know, we know that we didn't get depth in January because everyone's complaint, everyone's like real complaint, not the fake fans. Uh, is that we didn't get depth in January, and that was kind of what screwed us because we didn't we couldn't fill in all of the injuries that we received. And Arteta came back and said, "Yes, we could have signed, we could have done what we've done in the past, 
quick signed somebody in January where they had high wages and then they could have probably not panned out. And then y'all would be complaining about having a high wage, you know, person just, I mean, we've done it every year. And he came back and he said, we're starting a new thing. You know, yes, we, we had a chance to get in the champions league and that would have been amazing. But our goal at the beginning of the season was to get Europa. So I, I think we, we just kind of got off site because we got so close to getting champions league, but yes, very successful season. Um, what I want to see out of the transfer is two, two strikers. Now I want, I would like to have two pure strikers in the transfer period. Um, but if we can get like a winger, so this Gabriel Jesus thing, if we can get a winger that can rotate from the, uh, the wing to up top, I'm fine with that, but I want at least one true striker. Um, we need to fill out our left back position. So we need a backup left back for sure. Uh, we need to get another center midfielder. And, you know, I think that's what, so I think we need four players. I would like a, for depth, I would like the two strikers, left back and a center midfielder. That's what I would like to see out of the transfer market. Uh, Arteta has said though, that he thinks we're going to get six players. So that's fantastic. I can see that. Uh, maybe three big signings and then three mm-hmm. more developmental pieces i could see well that panning out. and another one that just popped up and i didn't i, I at first i didn't listen to it because it was from a bad german article that i was a tier four so nobody listens to it but then a tier two journalist came out with the same article but serge nabry is uh maybe looking to make a return to the epl and we don't need him we don't need him because we have Saka on the right, and that's what, where Navri plays. But dude, if Navri wanted to come to Arsenal, I don't. <laughs> I'm not. I want to. I would like that. That sounds awesome. I love Serge Navri. Shit, if he wants to come and be a depth piece for us. Oh, so I, that's the thing is that's what I'm thinking is he fits in with Liverpool. But the problem is I just don't think he gets the playing time he needs at Liverpool. Uh, I have an argument to that, but we'll get into that when we talk about Liverpool. Um, okay. Any okay, so you got Surge. Any other players you had in mind, like on your wish list? At first, I didn't like the Gabriel Jesus thing. Okay, but um, there have been I, I've been kind of sway. I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Um, I'm I'm kind of being swayed. Is that the word? I don't know that uh, on why he fits us, and it makes sense. Like if you see him as that rotating central central striker. Uh, outside wing player, I think he fits really well. Cause on the left wing, we don't, we have a really young player who should be coming off the bench, Martinelli. Um, he's, I think he's going to be great. I just don't think he should be playing every single game, 90 minutes. Like he's, he gets injured too often and stuff like that. So if, if Gabriel Jesus is that starter and then Martinelli comes in and subs in, in the 60, 70th minute or Martinelli gets those FA cup games and stuff like that. I, th- I like that. The, the the truth is though strikers man like I don't everyone's saying there's so many strikers on the market right now I don't know who they're talking about Calvert Lewin uh, Tony from Brentford um there's a couple other guys in oh uh, I cannot believe Osamine from the Syria but I'm not a big fan of that one it's just like I don't know who these guys think we're gonna get so I don't know. Yeah, I agree on that. Um, yeah, going back to Gabriel Jesus, like, it's no secret. I'm not a fan of his. Me neither. Me neither. I think he's 
I think he's overrated as far as a top tier striker. Okay. Like, I think just the fact that he was on Man City, people think he's better than he is. And I always said, like, man, like they get rid of him and get a top tier striker. Watch out for Man City; they're going to be even more dominant. Which is exactly what they did. So, suck. They finally listened to me now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and got literally the best striker on earth. Um, but I mean, like he's he's a proven goal scorer in the EPL, and I think, like you said, I, I think he'd be a good fit in Arsenal. And I think. Yeah. Agreed. Like, I, uh, I just don't like he's not going to be a superstar, but he's going to be a solid player. He's going to come in and do a job when you need him to do it. And that's it. Th- this is another thing I was kind of thinking of. There's a lot of things going on with Gabriel Jesus with there's a lot of superstars around him, even though he is supposed to be the striker for them. There's a lot of superstars around him where he might be kind of getting faded out a little bit. So with Arsenal, he might be the guy. You know, he could be the guy. Uh, the other thing is, a lot of people were comparing him to, like, Prime Aguero, who was one of the most elite goal scorers. But I'm saying, like, no, 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 not comparing him, like, he's as good as him. I'm saying, like, Gabriel Jesus is nothing compared to Prime Aguero. Yeah. Yeah, they're holding him to that standard. Yeah. Where, yeah. So, yeah, we're like, yeah, Aguero, Man City, but Gabriel Jesus on Arsenal, maybe, maybe he is our best player, you know? Uh, yet to be seen. He, he's definitely not a downgrade from the players we have right now. I'll tell you that. He's definitely not a downgrade. Definitely not. Um, look, are you guys going to keep like Lacazette? Or, uh, I think Lacazette's already out the door. I think that we are re-signing. No, not, I don't think. I know this. We're like in the final process of in, re-signing Nketiah. We just okay. re-signed Mohamed Elneny for depth in the center midfield. And the, a lot of people give Elneny a lot of crap. But what they don't understand is El Nini was overused because we had to overuse him. Like, El Nini is fine just being that bench player that whenever we need him, he comes on the field. And that's what we need. So too many Arsenal fans are holding him to be this, oh, he's not, yeah, he's not the starter. We know that. He's just a guy where if we need a third string center midfielder, like, that's really the position he should be in. So I'm glad that we re-signed El Nini. I think he's perfect. Yeah, he could be all James Milner. It just comes in and does yeah exactly yes except Milner yeah yeah but um also I will say I forgot another one is we had a player um have you have you heard of William Saliba yeah isn't he a defender yeah he's a defender and we put him on he was off on loan and what we're doing is we're actually we called him back he was um with Marseille and his big thing coming back, he said, sorry, his is um, William Saliba. He said, I want to come back, but I want to be a critical player for Arsenal. So his thing was, I either want to stay at Marseille where I am playing in a critical role, or I want to go back to Arsenal where I'm going to be a critical player. And then Arteta came back and said, no, you are a big part of our plans. So we will be recalling him and giving him a full contract with Arsenal. That's good. And he'll play uh, center back, correct? Center back, correct. Yeah. Which is a great rotation. Yeah, which is wide open. So yep. you should get plenty of time, bro. <laughs> what you're asked for. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think if they go through with that, I mean. Sorry I talked so long. I'm just saying, like, no, no, there's no, a no, lot no, that no. Arsenal needs. <laughs> Definitely. It, like, exactly. And there's not a lot that Liverpool needs, honestly. Like, if we're, if we're looking at the summer, first of all, we need to just, I need to see who's leaving, who's not leaving. 
uh, guys I expect to leave or like Steve Okarigi is confirmed. He's going to AC Milan. And he's probably going to kill it over there. It's going to be awesome. Um, other guys that could be out the door, guys like a Minamino. Uh, Can I ask you what your opinion is on him, though? I think he's good. I think he's definitely good enough to be in the EPL. And he's like, if you put him in a lower club, like uh, yeah. somewhere as low as even, say, Leicester, like he would start and get some. Okay. Okay, so you so you think with Liverpool it is a little bit over his head, right? Yeah, he never really developed into anything more than what he is. Like it's like what you mentioned with El Nini. Like if he's mm-hmm. playing more than I don't know, he shouldn't be playing that often. But when he does, yeah. he he does pretty well, and so he never really gets exposed as a player. And so people always see the good things. Like same with Steve Bakarigi. Uh, oh, we need to play Origi more. Like he always does something. Like, yes, but that's only because Klopp knows exactly when to put him in. Like, if he's starting every game, he's not going to be this like 30, 40 goal scorer that you guys think he's going to be. I, I was, I, I always saw Liverpool people tip, and even the commentators loved him. And I just looked at him and I was like, okay, yeah, he's he's okay. Oh, he, yeah. he's going to be he's going to be a legend just because of the specific goals that he actually did score. Oh, or, okay, that's actually. Didn't he, like, score a bunch in the FA Cup or something? Well, I mean, yeah, as far as this year he did. But also crucial goals in uh, just the title race and going back to a couple years ago with our Champions League run in particular. um, He's the one who put us past Barcelona. He gave us the insurance goal to win the actual championship against Tottenham. The guy scores important goals. Yeah. Oh, great. Um, anyway, yeah. He's leaving. Um, I would expect Minamino to leave, but, I mean, if we want to keep him for depth, I think that would be awesome. Um, we need to see if Milner's going to retire. If he doesn't, we're going to need a replacement there. Seriously. Uh, maybe guys like Oxlade-Chamberlain, who just keep getting injured and sucks because... Every time he's finally putting something together, it just picks up another injury. And uh, I think they're finally going to take a toll on him. Um, so I could see him leaving. And then obviously the big ones, we want to see what Mane is going to do. Uh, I'm pretty sure Sal is going to stay regardless if he gets a new contract or not. Uh, Firmino, I don't want him to leave personally. Uh, I think he's still got a lot left in the tank. Um, similar to Oxalady, he's picking up a lot more injuries. So, I mean, for the role that I think we're going to want to give him, which is going to be coming off the bench impact player, I think that's going to suit him if uh, his body's not performing the way it used to. Um, but obviously, if we lose Mane... I'm going to want something big, something big to replace him. Um, like you mentioned, a Serge Gnabry, that'd be cool. Um, we were pursuing a dude from from Italy. I, I don't know how to pronounce his name. It's like Arachin or Robchen or something like that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. 
Um, but now he's getting linked with Riel, which is making me think that maybe Mane's going to stay here. Uh, did you not hear the most recent one? No. What is it? Bayern Munich. He's a very strong link to Bayern Munich right now. I, I don't like that transfer for him, honestly, but uh, my dad was telling me about it, and I looked it up, and it, it looks like that's pretty accurate. But you're talking about – are you talking about Aurelian Tuchun? Yeah. I don't, I, I don't have no idea how to say that word, that name. Um, yeah, apparently there's a very strong link between Bayern Munich and, and Mane right now. So. Okay, well, like I said, I mean, it's going to come down to what Mane wants. He's either going to want a big payday and he's going to chase that or he wants to stay and win more trophies. Mm-hmm. It's going to be up to him. Uh, I won't hate him either way. Like, he's given more than enough to the club. Absolutely. If he wants to get, Thank you. If he wants to get paid, secure that bag, homie. You you deserve it. Thank you. I'm so um, glad you said that because that's happened with Arsenal players and I was the same, like where they went and they're like, yeah, hey, you know, you did what you needed to do here now you're going big time like thank you for your service <laughs> yeah and he'll always be a Liverpool legend especially yeah. in my eyes we are getting a 19 year old kid from Fulham have you heard of Fabio Cavallo yeah yeah so we're getting him and this kid looks legit. Like, I wouldn't be surprised in about three seasons if he's not developed into one of those kind of guys who would go for over 100 million euros in the transfer market. Yeah, that's the Portuguese kid, right? Yeah, he's Portuguese. I've been watching him play. He's, like, it's unbelievable how good he is for how young he is. Like, mm. just his awareness and just, like, his skill set already is off the charts and he just looks like the perfect guy who can either play wing can maybe play false nine because he has that center attack mid type pedigree okay i think he's i think that's what he's doing at fulham i'm not completely sure so is he sort of like a coutinho sort of he's literally a carbon copy of like a young coutinho because that's about when we got coutinho when he was like 19 as well and he hit the he hit the ground running with us too, so that's gonna be awesome having him. Um, but even though that's not enough, like I would I would want like a strong replacement for Mane if we lose him. That's about it. Like as far as regular depth, I mean maybe a couple more midfielders, depending on how much we're gonna want to play guys like Harvey Elliott, Curtis Jones, um, and then maybe another like legit right back option if we lose Milner. If we keep Milner then he's a Swiss army knife. We can put him wherever. Seriously, yes. Utility. Uh, yeah. Other than that, I mean our club says like we got depth and if we lose players all I wanted all I ask is that we keep the depth. Because we literally played every game we can possibly play this season. So we needed that depth. And I don't see any reason why we wouldn't have a similar run There's a stat that just came out last week that was the teams that made the most starting 11 changes in the EPL. And I want to say Liverpool was the number one. Yeah. We played a lot of games this year. Oh, oh yeah, you did. You did. <clears throat> yeah. 
see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, as far as other players like uh, the Ronaldo's, the Christian Eriksons of the world, do you see any moves? Do you foresee any moves with the uh, those caliber players? Let's start. Let's with start Ronaldo? with Ronaldo. No, let's start with Ronaldo. I, no, I, I think he stays with me and you. You think so? That's... You think he's going to stay for this rebuild? His career is almost over. You think he wants to stay for that? Well, I mean, where do you think he goes? I don't think he goes anywhere in the EPL. If he leaves, I think he's either going back to Real. I can see that. Uh, That's. Honestly, have you heard any speculations about it? I haven't. Like I, I haven't even. That's the thing is, I haven't even heard anything about it. And typically, a player like Ronaldo would have a lot of news around him so if i i don't know if i haven't heard anything i feel like he's probably staying but i don't know yeah i mean it's Let's still see. early i mean the season just ended yeah usually these kind of rumors don't kick up till. well he's only on a one year thing. he's only on a one-year deal though right no clue. or it might have been two but i mean if he, I wants, to might have been two. if he wants to leave like he's yeah. gonna leave like they can't make him stay i don't know uh, man i I mean, I'm looking it up right now, and I know that like, you did just say that it just did end, but I mean, he's not on any speculation at all right now. Yeah. Well, I think they're just the main point of he he's not going to go to another EPL team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That no. If the only team he would have gone to would have been um, Man City from the get go, but I don't see him going from. If he didn't go to Man City from the get-go, I don't see him going from Man U to Man City. No, definitely not. Uh, like I said, I can see your uh, Real reunion. Yeah, I actually could. Oh. After hearing that, I could see that. Or maybe he does just football fans a favor and goes to PSG and plays uh, with <laughs> Messi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, what about guys like Christian Eriksen? Oh, man. I think so... You know, I told you, I think that the teams at the beginning were staying away from him because of medical issues. But I don't think that's going to be an issue anymore after this season. Dude, he did so good for Brentford. Did you see the amount of goals they scored after they got him? I don't know the exact number, but he helped so much. Yeah. He showed he still got it. Like that heart's heart's still pumping. Yeah, he looked good, man. Uh, so as far as bigger clubs, like who do you think? You think any of them would try to make a move for him? Tottenham. Yeah, I, I definitely see that too. Uh, they never get a full replacement for him, and uh-huh. especially if Kane and Son both stay, I can definitely see him. Yep, getting a reunion there. Honestly, that wouldn't be bad. Erickson with Son and Kane. Yeah, I mean we've seen it before. It was good. Yeah. Not good enough to win. Anything, I would say they but, still didn't win because they're Tottenham, but but hey, it was uh, it was lethal. What about guys like uh, still trying to leave, like Harry Kane? You finally got to get to leave now. Um, I just don't know about him, man. I don't know. That's just such a messed up situation for him. That I mean, he he re-signed with them. For what five years, and then immediately wanted out of this contract. Like, 
it was the weirdest situation. So I don't know. Maybe since they made Champions League, they have Conte. Let's say they do pick up Christian Eriksen. Maybe that's good enough for him to stay. That, yeah, I don't. I, I couldn't tell you anything about that. Yeah, I think it's going to depend on like a team like Real. Who I mean, if they keep missing out on players, I can see them going after Kane. Like they missed out on Mbappe. If they miss out on Mane, I can see them maybe mm-hmm. trying to go after him. Mm-hmm. Agree. Well, and then with Benzema, I mean, with Benzema doing so well, do they really need a Harry Kane? I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Uh, Barcelona? Yeah, Barcelona. Bar- oh. Who's even their attack anymore? I really, I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> What's your no name? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, good point. I mean, besides Barcelona, they're like the only other big club that needs a striker. I'll say, yeah, Bayern, Bayern Munich has Lewandowski, so unless Lewandowski makes a move, uh, I don't see that happening. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I think I think you will see Kane play Tottenham with Tottenham next season. I think so, too. And in turn, I think Son will stay as well. I I, you know, I, I would hate to see Son leave because it would make the EPL worse because Son is a really good player, but Son is my Carlson, like for you. Like, I can't stand Son. He's my one of my least favorite players in the EPL. Really? Why? He's like this, like, he tries to play this, like, innocent, innocent guy, like, oh, I'm, a, I'm a so innocent. And he <laughs> is cheap. He's, he dives constantly. He's just an annoying person. Like, he's just like a, I don't know. He's just, he's not a likable person in, from, from a non Tottenham perspective fan, I guess. Yeah. Pretty much you just don't like Asians, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Arsenal doesn't have many Asians. We only have one. <laughs> No, I don't think other than, I mean, Ronaldo would be, obviously Ronaldo would have the biggest um, rumors around him if he left. Um, Harry Kane would also, but I don't think you're going to see very, like very many big moves out of the EPL. I think you're going to see a lot of big ones in though. So going into Champions League coverage, uh, we're going live to the podium right now. We have Mohamed Salah. Uh, he's about to address the media. Right now? Yes, sir. There you go. How how would you evaluate your season? Uh, I think we ain't done yet. You you personally? I think we ain't done yet. Love it. I love the idea yeah. from Salah there. Yeah. Um, he's absolutely right. I mean, I think if Liverpool don't win the Champions League, uh, it's going to be a big disappointment. And yeah. Almost a letdown for the whole season. Because, I mean, let's, let's be honest here. Like, this team wasn't built to win the FA Cup or whatever we're calling the English League Cup these days. Carabao, energy drink, whatever the fuck. This team's built to win... Premier League titles slash Champions League titles. We fell just short of one. Uh, we're definitely the better team going into this final here. We've lost to this team twice uh, in Champions League play in the past 
five years. This is a chance for redemption. And I fully expect them to get it. And it seems to be the team's attitude. Like, hey, yeah, we didn't get it, but we still got one game left. Like, we're all business. Uh, we're going to take it. And I fully expect them to. What do you think? You know, if, I don't know, after seeing Real Madrid play against Man City, it changed my opinion. Like, before the Man City game, I would say, yes, Liverpool beats Madrid. And I know Liverpool has the slight favor also. Uh, I mean, I, I expect Liverpool to win it. Yeah. Well, well I don't what, know. Ch- what changed about Real for you? I mean, to me, because it was. I, yeah, I would say, like, to me, it was Man City. I mean, they were dominating the game and they just let their foot off the pedal and conceded, what, three goals, two goals in the pe- stoppage? I don't remember. Well, but it was, I was gonna way say more how than what should happen. I agree with you. No, no, no. I agree with you. It was how clinical they were, though. Like you said this earlier in the season that with Liverpool is, you know, Liverpool are only going to give you three, four opportunities, maybe four opportunities a game. And and the for the most part, those teams aren't going to finish those opportunities where Liverpool, whenever they get their opportunities, they're going to score them. And Real Madrid has proven themselves to be that team. I mean, Benzema is just a straight-up, like, <laughs> finisher now. So that's, that's the only thing that gives me a little bit of hope. Not hope, but, you know, that Real Madrid can pull it off just because I think they can finish those opportunities they're going to get from Liverpool. That's really it. That's the only difference. That's a, uh, that's a really good point, Trevor. Uh, I'm glad you've been listening to what I've been saying. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, I mean, we haven't looked too great. Um, I'm not counting the Wolves' performance because I mean we're without Fab or without Verge, yeah. which yeah. both look on track to play for the Champions League, especially Verge. Uh, but the Chelsea final, like we weren't clinical there. We came out hard and then failed to score a goal. But at the end of the day, like it, I think that in that game in particular, it got to a point where we kind of decided, like, yeah, we gonna take this to pks and we'll just win it there that's the attitude like that's what it looked like to me at least yeah um and i just don't think they'll bring that attitude into this game like i said no way no way yeah yeah i think they're all business like they know they're the favorites they know what the fans expect they know what they expect of themselves like that's one thing i love about this team and their mentality is like like it's like what they've accomplished so far isn't good enough for them, and if they lose, like this season's going to be a failure in their eyes, which it should. And whenever y'all, and whenever you're watching your team play, they they look like they're playing with passion. They look like they're they're energized. They want to win every game they're playing in, you know. And that's a big difference. I know that sounds stupid, but and I hate going back to Arsenal every time, but I see them all the time. Is like you watch these other teams play, and you don't see that. But with Liverpool. And same with City. City's the same. Like, you know, it's just those players go on the field and they are there to win. Like, they, it, this is a business, you know, thing for them. So, exactly. So we'll see. Tune in Saturday, two thirty Central Time. It's gonna be live. I'm going to the Londoner, Trevor. Yeah, the Londoner. I'm going to Londoner. I told you where I'm going. I don't think you want to go. Honestly, it's going to be ridiculous. 
I, I think they're trying to. I think they're gonna limit. They're trying to limit how many people actually get into the building. Okay. I just, I just don't think they want a repeat of the Liverpool Man City game where it was literally the most packed I've ever seen it, and they literally had to tape off walkways so the waitresses wow. and bus people can get through. So I know in the Liverpool section where I usually sit, I think they're only allowing Dallas Liverpool club members, supporters, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever the thing's called. I think they're only letting entry to those members there just to kind of keep a cap on that. Uh, but I expect it to be a madhouse. Yeah, I think it's going to be from how you describe it from the city game, I mean, just the significance of y'all not winning the EPL and this is the last like chance to get a really good trophy, it's got to be more packed. Like, it's going to be more packed. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, that game was a lot of fun for me. You know, I got to sit down the whole time. I had a <laughs> yeah, you had, seat. you had first choice, uh, man. Yeah, like, my buddy's dad says that I'm his other son, so they just let me come in because they think... Because <laughs> y'all, so, y'all look so similar. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm uh, through the other marriage. <laughs> uh, but it's going to be fun. Uh, you mentioned something about uh, you, you didn't agree. Like, you wanted to support me going, but uh, just can't. Not necessarily that. So this is my thing. So I went to, I went to the Arsenal. Was it Tottenham? Yeah, I went to the Arsenal-Tottenham game. And... Um, I was talking to the members, like the Arsenal members, and I'm not a member of the Arsenal. And that Londoner is an official Arsenal hub. Uh, I was talking to the members, and I was just chatting with them. And these guys are straight up only people that just wanted to join a member. Like they, I asked them if they played around and stuff like that. No, they never played soccer. They never did any of that. Like they really don't. They were trying to talk tactics and stuff with me, and I was just like, I just stopped talking to them. It was terrible. Like they don't know what they're talking about. So hearing that your buddy's dad <laughs> just literally bandwagoned on Liverpool, literally bandwagoned on the Liverpool, like that's what he did. He didn't start watching Liverpool until they started being significant. And then he became a member. And now he has a spot in the members lounge. Like it just brings those memories back of he's classic what a, a member of a team would be. Exactly. Um. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong, but in his defense, I will say, I mean, he's only a fan of the team because of his son. So I, I think it's more he's using this as a way to bond, uh, you know, with his kid and uh, his other kid, which is now me. How long has his son been a fan? Uh, longer than me. So so he, so his, so your friend, it's Cameron, right? Caleb. Chandler. Chandler, I can never remember it. Chandler, um, so he's he watched Liverpool and he supported Liverpool whenever they were being whenever they weren't even getting into the Champions League. Yes, he was there through the dark days with me. Not with you, no, no. You joined them whenever they started being significant. That's not true. You that was you joined the year that Gerard did the slip. No, I joined the year where Roy Hodgson took over for Rafa and drove the club in the ground. Okay, yeah, you're right. I didn't. I thought it was after that. Okay, so then both of y'all joined whenever they were bad. 
Yeah. Uh, I, I think he he was a fan in high school. We graduated. Okay. Year, so I didn't become a fan until sophomore college. Uh okay. But I was, that's why I became a fan of soccer in general. Um, okay. So yeah. There you go. Um, man. But yeah, you I mean you're you're right. I mean he did become a a member, and I, I think that has a lot to do with it. But I mean his offense. He goes to every single game, even the six thirty ones. That's incredible. That's dedication. So he's at the Londoner every game. He's at the Londoner in the same seat every single game. So everyone knows him. Doesn't matter what the competition is. He's fucking there. That's awesome. <laughs> Unless he's out of town. Unless he's out of town. But if he is in the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex. He is in a seat watching the game. So yeah, but is he going to be in that seat whenever? I'm not saying this is, huh? No, no, no. I'm saying is he going to be in that seat whenever they're losing and they're not having a good season and they're not making Champions League and they're no, he's not no, in I mean, that like, seat. Once Klopp dies, maybe, maybe. I mean, he'll probably be. <laughs> I mean, he probably won't be far off once that happens. I would say he's going to be kind of close, huh? So I expect him to be in that seat. So, uh, so the time runs out for him. Until <laughs> the, the wick burns through. How many people are going to say, and I brought this up last time, and I think it's going to be bigger than you think. How many Liverpool fans are going to say y'all won the treble if you win the Champions League? I think you're going to have more than you think. It's going to be a lot because even people like Rebecca Lowe and... One of the Rob, the the black Robbie, he's been saying yeah. it too. So if they're saying, I it, hate that. It's they legitimized it. <laughs> they legitimized. Rebecca, oh. Rebecca Lowe saying it. She. Hi there, I'm Rebecca Lowe, studio host for NBC's coverage of the Premier League. Yeah, like in other news, uh, you mentioned something about Arsenal possibly getting into the Champions League after all. Yes, it's stupid, but it's stupid. But they have given Arsenal fans yet another glimmer of hope to get into the Champions League. But supposedly there is something going around with the FA, the Football Association, has to actually like select the teams in the Champions League. I guess it's kind of like the U.S. election for presidency. Like even whenever somebody gets voted, you know, voted for presidency the whatever Senate or whoever has to actually accept it. You know what I mean? So the same thing happens with the football association. So just because these teams finished fourth in June, they do a review um, on financial fair play, making sure everyone followed the rules and everything like that before actually accepting them into the champions league. Well, if there is not an actual owner of Chelsea before that review happens, then their spot for champions league gets taken away and then the the next team steps up, which would be Arsenal. Is like a is it an automatic forfeit? Like there's no board review or anything. Well, if the, what do you mean? Uh, no, I think that would be the board review. That would be it. Okay. Yeah, that okay. would. The, yeah. I'm just saying, like they can't refute it or anything like that. Like, well, we're gonna have one. The only thing I've heard, I see what you're saying. That you know, you can't appeal it once it's. But what I've heard is that they can ask for an extension. Which that's all they need because there's already been an owner selected. That one, I, the dude is already trying to buy it. He's in the process of it. So I've heard that they can just literally ask for an extension and then that's it. 
Yeah. Yeah, which is fair. Oh, absolutely. This would be the cheapest way to get knocked out of the Champions League. Like, (laughs) I would honestly, I would hate it if it happened. Yeah. Yeah. But that's it. Okay, well, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, who's the buyer? Is it John Cena? <laughs> it is John Cena. Um, honestly, I don't know his name here. Let me just—I can tell you right now. Is it the Cubs guy? I think it is. It's not Serena Williams again, is it? No, that—that that was. Um, it was going to be Serena Williams and Hamilton, the F one driver. And I think they, they meant the guy Holy. who did. I think meant the guy oh. who made Hamilton. Oh no, the, the F1 driver. <laughs> What's your name, man? Alexander Hamilton. Uh, Todd Bohley, who right. is Todd Bohley's Wikipedia says that is an American businessman, investor, and philanthropist. He's got money. That's what they're saying. He's got yeah. It seems as if he's got some pretty good monies. Uh, co-founder, chairman, and CEO of Eldridge Industries. So no, this guy does not have. Any association to the Cubs? Hmm. He's American, I guess. Uh, he's American, yeah, and he looks weird. <laughs> he's a weird-looking yeah. guy. Another American owner. It's not good for Chelsea because usually when American owners take over, it's terrible for a little bit, and then sometimes gets better. That's what we're hoping with Arsenal, but the Glaziers are proving that to be wrong with Man U. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, sucks for Chelsea. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's all I got for today. That's what they get for their blood money. All right. Well, that uh, concludes this last match day episode. Uh, stay tuned. Like, uh, wait, do you like and subscribe on the podcast? I don't know. I, I, think, I know no, you can set yeah. notifications. You can set that. Yeah, sure. You set a notification. Do you know when the pod drops? I'm on, I'm on the Insta. James Galandino, one word. Uh, you can find Trevor on Reddit and, and uh, OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, OnlyFans. I'll respond through James's Insta. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll make one for the pod. Yeah, then we pod, should. Pod, yeah. Pod. Okay, well, we'll do that then.